Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex mine better, Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Welcome to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega. Don Mega, Don Mega, Don Mega. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to the show. It's season nine, episode two. Tonight's show is titled Into the Air. And uh, it is August 10th, Sunday night, August 10th. First and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to my little brother, Jordan Owens, what is going down, Jordan? And uh, today is his birthday, so happy birthday to you, my little bro. And uh, so just wanted to give a big shout out to him, big fan of Am I on the Air, of course. And uh, so he'll get a kick out of that when he hears that, when he listens. So, happy, happy birthday. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'm ready to get you caught up to speed and all the latest in entertainment news. Our movie reviews of the week are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Into the Storm. So, two of the big releases this week I have reviews for you. And I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for a second time. So, um, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy still is the best movie of the summer. (laughs) Nothing has taken that crown. And um, I highly recommend, if you still haven't seen it, to go check it out, um, because it's amazing, and I loved it just as much the second time as I did the first time. So, um, speaking of Guardians, I would also like to tell you, because since my last episode, we put out a brand new Am I Still on the Air, with a spoiler-filled review of Guardians of the Galaxy. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please check that out. Uh, If you've already watched Guardians of the Galaxy and you'd like to just kind of get a a different view on the film, filled with spoilers on everything on the film, we talk about our highs, we talk about our lows, and we talk about everything in between. I'm joined on the show by Geeky Pat and For My Peoples, two other great hosts that have their own shows here on Red Dragons Radio. So, you know, we came together, we busted out this Guardians of the Galaxy review, 
and I also like to shout out for my peeps uh, as well because uh, he just had a baby last week as well. So we rushed out, then got that spoiler review done uh, before his new baby girl was born. So congratulations to him and his new baby girl joining the world. Uh, another Red Dragons radio fan for life. Um, so yeah, check that out. Am I still in the air? Guardians of the Galaxy spoiler review. It is available right now um, on amiontheair.com. It's on our YouTube page. It's on iTunes. So check it out. Stitcher, the whole nine. If you haven't listened, check that out. So let's get it cracking and talk some movies. Up first, I'm going to kick it off with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And um, this is the number one movie. Uh, in America, and uh, big congratulations for that, because a lot of people were thinking this, this was not going to beat Guardians of the Galaxy, they did not think it was going to happen, so um, it did, it knocked out Guardians to the number two spot, and um, yeah, it's the number one film, and not only is it number one, it exceeded all expectations. Paramount Pictures was thinking the film was going to debut around that 50, 55 million mark, and the film actually did 65 million to be the number one film. So big congratulations to uh, the Ninja Turtles there. Um, let me just say I liked the movie. I did enjoy it. I thought it was good. Um, and that's about the extent of it for me <laughs> at this point. Uh, I didn't love it. I, you know, but I didn't hate it, and and had a lot of high points for me. First things first, I want to say that Megan Fox was actually really good in this film. I know a lot of people did not like her casting as April O'Neil, and um, she got a lot of flack for joining this film. But I gotta give props where props is due, and I thought that she did a really good job with this movie. Top of that. She is still smoking hot, so I will take her in any film. But um, she she was really really good. I thought she was really natural. Came off just super sweet. Great addition to the film, and I liked it. Uh, will Arnett did really really well. Um, I thought the turtles were amazing. I never had trouble or a problem with the way that they were done. I know a lot of people didn't like their design. And they said, you know, like, oh, it doesn't look like the Turtles. It's a new day and age. They're not going to look exactly like they did in the 1990 movie. They're not big rubber suits. You know, our technology has changed. And they did it with motion capture, just like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And they had actors portray the Turtles. And then they CG'd over it. And I actually thought it came off really, really well. They looked good. They They looked imposing. Uh, they weren't, I didn't think they looked cheesy at all. I thought they came off super well. I liked how they portrayed all four turtles. Um, I really enjoyed everything they did, you know, from the turtle aspect. I thought they nailed their personalities. Uh, Michelangelo was awesome. He was my favorite by far. He was, you know, super funny. Uh, I liked pretty much everything he did in the film. Um, but I thought every turtle did a great job. And every scene that was the Turtles, I really, really enjoyed in this movie. Um, One negative thing I'll say about it is I saw the film in 3D. And I really didn't want to see this film in 3D because I didn't think it was truly needed. And I feel that the 3D version of this kind of messed me up. Uh, The screen was super, super dark with 3D. 
when Shredder was talking, there was sometimes he was talking and it was subtitled, and I couldn't even make out what the subtitle said because the screen was so dark. And it really took away from me. It made a lot of the action scenes look very blurry. I couldn't tell what was going on. I had no idea what Turtle was fighting. Um, and, and that really took me back. You know, in the end result of things, when I was trying to decide, like, what did I really feel about this movie? I was so distracted by the 3D crappiness of it. Um, and just how blurry a lot of the fight stuff was. Some of the fight stuff came off really nice, though, when they did, like, the slow motion stop, and, you know, like, you've seen it in the trailer, like, the whole thing where they're coming down the hill on the snow, and they're kind of smashing into cars, and that that was really, really cool. Um, Another thing I didn't like was Shredder. I, I thought he looked cool, and he looked imposing, but when he fought, he came off very robotic. It reminded me a lot of the Silver Samurai in the last Wolverine movie. It was just kind of too robotic and all over the place. Um, so I didn't care for that very much. Um, but overall, it was a fun movie, and I did enjoy it. And I would say, you know, if you're a fan of Ninja Turtles, you should go check it out. I mean, I would like you to be the judge for yourself. Um, the movie isn't getting very good reviews, shocker, and um, I think it's got like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that, but you know what, I mean, Turtles isn't for everybody, and I feel that truly, if you were a fan of this series in its original incarnation, I don't see why you wouldn't like this version, honestly. Um, it, it's, it's got the heart, and it's got everything that you would like from the original series, So, I would say don't be scared to check it out. Uh, Another thing I want to say for this film is I want to reiterate that Michael Bay did not direct this film. I've been getting into a lot of debates over the weekend, (laughs) and a lot of different online discussions, with people blaming Michael Bay, the people that didn't like this movie, blaming Michael Bay for it. And I just want to say it's not fair. Michael Bay's company, Platinum Dunes, was a producing partner on this film. His company, you know, was the one that sought out the rights and said, we want to do Ninja Turtles, and he is a producer on the film. The end result of a film and everything that's put together is the view of the director. So if you have a problem with this film, you take that up with Jonathan Liebsman, because he's the man that directed this movie. He's the man that made all the decisions of what goes in, what comes out, and and all the above. Not Michael Bay. So, you know, Michael Bay uh, takes a bunch of brute um, criticism on the internet. And you know what? You say all you want about Transformers, that, that's his baby. But for Ninja Turtles, I don't think it's fair. It's just, it's too easy for people to kind of dump on Bay's name just because. And he is not the man responsible for this movie. You know, his name is on it because his production company wanted to, to do a Ninja Turtles reboot. And, you know, if you didn't like the movie, Bay is not to blame for that. Just for the record. So back to my star scale. Out of five stars for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I give Ninja Turtles three out of five. It was good. I enjoyed it. But I didn't love it. (laughs) So three out of five for me. I will say I might go see this again. I am interested in seeing it without the 3D. Because like I said, I feel the 3D really affected me on this movie. And probably made me not enjoy it as much. 
Plus, I was super tired when I saw this, so I felt like I was kind of fading in and out <laughs> in a lot of scenes, and maybe not giving it my full attention. So, maybe I would like it more if I saw it again. So, I, I need to give it another chance, but for right now, I will say 3 out of 5 for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, our second film is Into the Storm, and I actually just got out of this movie. I just walked in the door from seeing this film with Geeky Pat, and, um, you know, we, we decided last minute, hey, let's go check out this movie, and, um, so we did, and, um, I'm a little disappointed, <laughs> you know, this is another movie that's getting just ate up by critics, but, yeah, I didn't expect very much coming out of it, but, um, I'm a big sucker for um, disaster films. I love disaster films. And I thought the trailer for this looked pretty interesting, pretty cool. Unfortunately, all the cool parts for this movie are in the trailer. So yes, this is one of those films that gives everything away. And it's a bummer. Because I, I was looking forward to this film all summer, because I was like, you know what, I don't expect much from it, I don't think it's going to be this really cool story, I don't think it's going to be really anything special, but it should be a pretty cool disaster film. And in the end result, I just didn't truly get that out of this. I, um, It's hard when, like I said, you get all the best parts in the trailer. Every big moment with the tornado is in the movie trailer. Everything. So there was not one scene in the movie that was cool involving the tornado that was not shown in the movie trailer. And that's a bummer. It's a really big bummer. There's actually a really cool scene also in the trailer where a helicopter's flying and then it gets thrown into a building and then comes flying at a truck. That scene's not even in the movie. How bad is that? You've already given away everything else, and then you don't even show one of the cool action scenes. Uh, I, I, I'm just pretty disappointed. The acting was pretty shitty. Um, it, it wasted all this time on all these multiple little side stories. Um, you were following, like, a storm-chasing crew. Then you're following, like, a principal at a school. Then you're following his kids. Then you're following, like, these other uh, redneck, like, stunt people. Like... It was just all over the place, trying to tell all these different stories. And there was just no need for it. This movie would have benefited so much more if they would have just stuck with the Storm Chasers and just went with that. Twister did it, and they did it pretty well. Uh, in this one, it was just pretty laughable. Um, the, when the Storm stuff was happening, that was pretty cool. Uh, I'll, give the, I'll give the movie that. I mean, the effects were pretty cool. I thought the Storm stuff looked pretty cool. And, and, but I couldn't get tied too much up into it because every time something cool was happening in the storm, I was like, oh, this is just that part from the trailer. And so, like I said, I mean, in the end result, it just didn't, it didn't even matter because I had seen all of that in the movie trailer. So the movie was just okay to me. So out of five stars, Into the Storm gets two out of five. Two out of five for me just means okay, you know. I don't feel like I wasted my money, but at the same token, I do, if that makes any sense. There's some pretty laughable parts about it, 
me and Geeky Pad just started making fun of it about halfway through. And and that made it a little bit more enjoyable for me. But in the end, we walked out of this film, and I think we sat in the parking lot, and we trashed it for about an hour together, just how many stupid parts there were, and how we were so just let down with all the scenes, and just how much they gave away in the movie trailer. We actually watched the movie trailer after the film, again, just, just to see. And yep, every big moment was in that trailer. So, big bummer. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm recommending to you, if you haven't seen it yet and you're thinking about seeing it, don't. I would not waste my money in the theater for it. I would wait till Redbox, Blu-ray, you know, wait till Netflix has its streaming. You're not missing out on anything much. Just watch the trailer and you'll get all the great spots. Alrighty? So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's our two reviews of the week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 3 out of 5. It was good. And, um... Into the Storm, 2 out of 5, it was just okay. And of course, I like I said, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for a second time, still 5 out of 5 stars. And if you want to check out that spoiler review, I highly recommend you do. Am I still on the air? Am I still on the air? Am I still on the air? Um, tweeting us at Am I on the Air, which you can tweet us at Am I on the Air, Asking what my verdict was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so let me say, it was good. Three out of five stars. That's my live tweet back right now for a fan of Am I on the Air on Twitter. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump over to the news and get you caught up to speed and everything going on in the world of TV and movie news. Um, we talked on last week's show about the contract negotiations going on with the Big Bang Theory. Um, They were holding out for more money. Production was slated to start last week, and then it didn't happen because the contracts still weren't, you know, brought up to speed. And they've been going back and forth and going back and forth. And then finally, they, of course, came to the agreement. Everyone has signed their new contracts, and the show is on as scheduled. And now the three main stars of the show getting about a million dollars an episode. Yep, they're getting that friend's money. It's payday, ladies and gentlemen. million dollars an episode. Wrap your head around that. I want to wrap my head around even half of that. So congratulations to them. I'm glad I like the show, and I'm glad it's back on schedule. They're going to get back to work. Um, the final season of The Killing is now available to stream on Netflix. Remember, this is the show that got canceled, and then Netflix came up and signed it and brought it back to life, and now the final season is available to stream in all its glory on Netflix. Um, Sylvester Stallone has said that he is looking to do at least two more Expendables film. Uh, he's also looking at doing the Expendables still, and of course the all-female version of uh, The Expendables, and they're actually looking to kind of tie the franchises together. He would like Sigourney Weaver to be like the leader of The Expendables and kind of play it off as something like she used to be married to Sylvester Stallone's character and they got a divorce, and she took like half The Expendables team, and she took all the women, you know, like stuff like that. So it's kind of an interesting concept, actually. I didn't know that the that the two franchises were going to be connected in any way. Um, but he says, like, you know, that one direction they're looking at going is the all-female crew, and then the other direction they're looking at is kind of maybe doing like Expendables 4, 
four and having all the girls and the guys kind of mixed together, introducing Sigourney Weaver's character and then having them kind of go through the divorce thing and then having her take like half the team in the divorce. So then you have kind of a mixed bag of it. Uh, that'd be interesting as well too. So a lot of, a lot of movement on the Expendables front. Of course, Expendables three hits theaters next week. And, uh, I'm super excited to see that. Sylvester Stallone also stated that he asked Mel Gibson to direct Expendables 3, uh, and Mel actually turned it down, but said, I would love to be in the movie and play the villain, and Stallone said, sold, and made it happen, so that's pretty cool. Alrighty, let's keep it going. Sandra Bullock has topped the list of the highest paid actresses. Uh, we just reported last week or the week before that Robert Downey Jr. was the highest paid male actor. Sandra Bullock just topped the list for Forbes being the highest paid actress at $51 million. $51 million. NBC has renewed Welcome to Sweden for a second season. I did not watch the show. I don't have much to say about that. Uh, Elijah Wood has joined the cast of The Last Witch Hunter. This is Vin Diesel's next movie. Uh, he's already signed Michael Caine, and now Elijah Wood has joined the cast there. Uh, Sony is planning a female superhero movie based in the Spider-Man universe. So, um, this comes as no shock. Uh, as Marvel was just talking about, uh, just a couple weeks ago, they were talking about uh, a female-led superhero movie. And then maybe doing like Miss Marvel, doing the Black Widow standalone film, that they were looking into doing some something like that. Um, and Kevin Feige said, soon, we're going to be working on that soon. We already know DC is looking at doing the Wonder Woman and all that kind of stuff, so they're working on something. So, of course, Sony comes swooping in, and they're like, we're going to do one too. And um, so they're looking to get the jump on it and actually beat the other studios to the punch. Uh, no word yet, though. They do have somebody working on a script, but no word yet on who that female superhero would be. A lot of people speculating Black Cat because she was teased in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. A lot of people think it's going to be Spider-Woman. Um, it'll be interesting to see what direction they go with this, but Sony is definitely planning on hitting up the female superhero game set in their Spider-Man universe. Nickelodeon has ordered a new... TV series based on the Jack Black film School of Rock. Probably 15 years too late, but still pretty cool. So, <laughs> I like School of Rock, so I'd be down to see a TV show based on it. Uh, Soul Man has been renewed for a fourth season over at TV Land. Um, the showrunner for Doctor Who says that the new season is going to be loud and rude take that for what it is, but this is going to be a pretty dark season, and it's going to be way different than the previous versions of Doctor Who, so that's kind of interesting for all you Hovians that are out there, <laughs> if I said that right, because I'm not a Hovian. Uh, our Everything Wrong With this week, it was Everything Wrong With Twister in 15 Minutes or Less. Twister, a way better disaster film than Into the Storm. Um, let's see here. We got some fall premiere dates for Comedy Central and some of your favorite shows. I'm very happy about this. So let's see here what we got. I hate pop-ups on computers so bad. I'm trying to look at something and this big-ass pop-up just comes up, takes over my whole damn screen. Alright, so Comedy Central has announced some premiere dates. Tosh.0 will return for a sixth season beginning, beginning on August 26th. 
So that is awesome. I'm very happy about that. Uh, South Park and Key and Peele will return for uh, their 18th and 4th seasons, respectively, starting on September 24th. So there you go. I'm very happy about that. Brickleberry is returning for a third season beginning September 16th as well. Um, great shows here, of course. I love um, Key and Peele. love South Park. Love Tosh.0. So those are three big ones that I'm looking forward to. So once again, Tosh.0, sixth season starting August 26th. South Park and Key and Peele will be starting on September 24th. Word, word. Um, the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies movie lives again. Yes, this film is moving forward and they're looking at a September start date to get it up and running. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Obviously they did not learn their their uh <laughs> they did not learn their lesson when Abraham Lincoln Vir- Vampire Hunter came out. Vince Vaughn is the latest name rumored around to be in talks for True Detective Season 2. That's a very odd casting choice. Um, I don't see Vince Vaughn doing this, but hey, it's the rumor, and I gotta report the rumors. Um, Of course, they're doing the American language remake of The Raid. The Raid is a a really cool action film that came out a couple years ago. Um, And they're doing an American language version remake of it, and they've been looking to sign some big stars to it. And the latest edition, it looks like that they've pinpointed they want Taylor Kitsch to sign on. Uh, I'm a big Taylor Kitsch fan. I like the guy. He was, I thought he was really good as Gambit. Um, he was great in Lone Survivor. Um, the guy's got a lot of potential. I mean, I thought he was really good in John Carter and, um, it'd be interesting to see if he joins on to the raid remake, but that is the latest news that Taylor Kitsch is in the lead for that. Um, David Kumbit, I'm not sure who he is, but he's just joined uh, the Arrow TV show as Mark Shaw, a.k.a. Manhunter. So they've been signing a lot of heroes to both to both Arrow and um, the Flash TV show. So that's pretty cool. I'm glad that they're adding all these characters. Um, we got some new photos and a video from the set of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice that shows Ben Affleck actually as Bruce Wayne. And... Uh, you know, they're just, they're not great photos, they're from a distance, and there's a lot of crew and stuff around, but one big thing to kind of take away from these pictures is that Ben Affleck's hair has a lot of gray in it, like they kind of grayed up the sides of his hair and everything, and, uh, because they're saying that basically the Batman he's portraying is, like, in his early 50s, um, that he is a, you know, we've already known that he was going to be a more seasoned, kind of older Batman, uh, but they're saying that this version of him will probably be about 50 years old, and that he's been doing, he's been Batman for about 30 years now, at this point in his career, so that's really, really interesting. Um, I can't wait to see the first, like, official shot of him as Bruce Wayne. Uh, the Venom movie is now officially titled Venom Carnage which gets me super excited because I was hoping they were going to do Carnage in this film. And and I'm taking away from that title that Carnage will be in this movie. Um, and they're also saying that Doc Ock um, will probably lead the Sinister Six in the Sinister Six movie. So um, that's cool, but I'm really excited about Venom and especially this title of Venom Carnage. 
The Legend of Conan producers are saying that they're looking for a spring 2015 start date to start making their new Conan film. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm happy that they're going to do King Conan, Legend of Conan. You know, I, I think Arnold will, is going to kill it in this. Um, we have an article up with the Russo brothers teasing plans for Captain America 3. Nothing tremendously over in this article, other than the fact that they're saying it will continue the Winter Soldier storyline and and Cap looking for Bucky. So, we've also revealed the cast for MTV's Scream TV show. Uh, I'm not going to go through the names and stuff because I don't even recognize any of the names in this thing. Um, but yes, MTV, if you didn't know, is doing a TV show based on the um, movie series Scream. Uh, I don't know how closely it'll tie in, but it takes place, obviously, different town, totally different cast. It's not a direct, you know, remake or reboot or anything of Scream, but they're going to do their own take on it. Kind of like what they do with the Teen Wolf show that they show. Um, Jurassic World has wrapped filming, so they're uh, in post-production now, or, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we have an Honest trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. So you can check that out. It's pretty funny, actually. Um, On this past week, Guardians of the Galaxy scored an $11.7 million Monday, which is the best Monday box office of any movie over the summer for the whole year of 2014. So Guardians just continues to kill it. Intervention um, was canceled by A&E, but the uh, LMN network has just relaunched it, and they'll bring it back for a 14th season. So Intervention coming back for a 14th season on the LMN network. Um, The X-Men Days of Future Past extended cut is coming in 2015, and from what I'm hearing, they might actually release this cut back in theaters for a limited time, so that would be really cool. Um, But yes, so the movie will come out on Blu-ray and DVD here in the next month or two, um, but it will be the theatrical cut, and then in 2015, you'll be able to get the extended cut, so I'm super excited about that. Great, great movie, and I can't wait to see the extended cut. We have um, a first look of Star Wars Rebels. You can watch the first seven minutes of the show with the link that we have posted on our Facebook and Twitter page. Keeping it moving along. Let's see here. Oh, excited about this. Uh, Kickboxer. Of course, the old school Jean-Claude Van Damme movie is getting rebooted in a 3D version, and uh, Dave Bautista, of course Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, he's been signed. Um, they've already signed UFC's um, GSP. He's he's going to be in the film. He was also in Captain America the Winter Soldier. George St. Pierre. Um, but they've also added Scott Atkins and Tony Jaw to the film as well. So this cast is shaping up with some pretty big action stars, and um, I don't know, I'm starting to get a little excited about the Kickboxer reboot. Congratulations to Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five has currently sold over 34 million copies of the game. It's going on about its one-year anniversary here soon. 34 million copies. Insane for a video game. Sharknado <coughs> 2 has actually hit 8 million viewers on the Sci-Fi Channel, breaking all Sci-Fi records, and they've announced that Sharknado 3 
is coming July 2015. So your prayers have been answered. Sharknado 3 coming next year. Um, <clears throat> Girl Meets World has been renewed for a second season over on the Disney Channel. Uh, the new Terminator film. We've been hearing a lot of rumors that the film was going to be called Terminator Genesis. And the film just wrapped production, and Arnold announced the film's official title. And guess what? It is Terminator Genesis. But here's the kicker. Genesis is spelled G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. Yep, let me say that again. G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. Terminator Genesis. A lot of people hate this. They think it's pretty stupid. I wouldn't doubt if it changes again before the movie comes out. But as of right now, the film is wrapped production, and it's called Terminator Genesis, spelled G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. We have the um, official trailer for The Book of Life. This is a new animated film produced by Guillermo del Toro, starring Zoe Zaldana and Channing Tatum. So it's a little animated film. Looks pretty cute. You can check that out. The Book of Life. Also, I have the trailer for the second best exotic Marigold Hotel. I didn't even know they were making a sequel to this film, let alone giving it a silly ass name like the second best exotic Marigold Hotel. That's like Sharknado 2, the second one. They just got lazy, I think. We also have the trailer for The Penguins of Madagascar. This, of course, is the spin-off movie of the Madagascar series, the animated films with all the animals. So, yes, The Penguins of Madagascar, official trailer. We also have Everything Wrong with the Expendables 2 in 16 minutes or less. This is actually pretty funny. And I love The Expendables. We have another trailer for a movie called Reclaim, starring Ryan Phillippe and John Cusack. It's a thriller. We have the new trailer for Left Behind, starring Nicolas Cage. Um, kind of speaking of Left Behind, I want to say that uh, I started watching The Leftovers, which is an HBO show that's been going on for a couple months now. Got about three episodes in last night, and it's actually pretty decent. So I just wanted to kind of give that little shout out. And if you're in, looking for something that's kind of like Left Behind, because you know people know that's about the rapture and. People just kind of vanish, and, and, and everyone's trying to wonder what's going on. People go to heaven, you know, the, the whole nine of kind of the the weird spiritual side of just where did these people go. That's kind of what The Leftovers is about. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool show. But, yeah, you can check out the trailer for Left Behind. The movie comes out in October, starring Nicolas Cage. Um, okay, and here's probably the biggest news of the week. So, in 2016, two movies were set to go head-to-head in the comic book universe. On May 6, 2016, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Captain America 3 were going to go head-to-head. There's been a lot of back and forth about this. Um, Marvel said, nope, we're not going anywhere. We were the first people to have that date. That's our date. And we're keeping the movie there. DC was saying, well, we're on that date now too, so deal with it. (laughs) And we've been pondering the thought of this big showdown. I knew it was never going to happen, though. It was a lose-lose for the studio to go up against each other in the same genre. No one was going to win in this situation. So, 
we knew someone was going to move eventually. And DC did. Yes, DC has decided to move. And they made a very smart move by moving it up. Instead of leaving it, you know, on that May 6th date, instead of pushing it back, they moved it up. And now Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, will be released in theaters everywhere on March 25th, 2016. This is really exciting. It's a couple days after my birthday. My birthday is the 23rd, so I feel like Warner Brothers has just given me an early birthday present by releasing my most anticipated film two days after my birthday. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it, it's a great date. It's going to put them a couple months ahead of time to just kind of sit and dominate before you know the summer officially kicks off with Captain America 3. It's a super smart move, and I'm happy that DC did this. So yes, March 25th, 2016, you will get Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. That wasn't the only announcement from DC, as they also announced their upcoming slate of films all the way through 2020. The big news coming out of this, now we don't have any titles, and that's the kind of bummer here, but the big news coming out of this is that starting in 2016 there's going to be two movies a year coming out every year from DC so in 2016 we're of course going to have that March 25th date with Batman v Superman you're also going to get August 5th 2016 then in 2017 you got June 23rd and November 17th I'm going to assume the June 23rd date is Justice League, but that's just my guess. Then in 2018, we got a movie on my birthday, because they just love giving me birthday presents, so March 23rd, and then also July 27th. Then in 2019, April 5th, and June 14th, and then 2020 with April 3rd and June 19th. So nine films films on top of Batman v Superman have been announced from Warner Brothers. They said they'll be releasing some titles of some of the slate within the next month or so. So I'm super excited to see what ends up coming to be what some of these titles are. You know, August 5th, 2016 possibly could be the Shazam movie. Or it could be that um, um Sandman movie that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to be doing. Like I said, I believe June 23rd, 2017 is going to be Batman um, Justice League. November 17th could be Wonder Woman. You know, and then moving forward, anybody's guess of what these other films are going to be. But nine films. So my hat's off to DC for finally kind of getting on the boat here and matching up with Marvel and doing the two movies a year and putting out the dates and getting everything locked in. So I just can't wait to see what these titles end up being. But yeah, nine new movies have been signed, sealed, and delivered from Warner Brothers on top of moving Batman v Superman to March 25th, 2016. So overall, like I said, great move on the side of Warner Brothers. Uh, We've also posted six new character posters from the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. You can see all of those posters on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash amiontheair. Just click on the Photos tab and look at the Movie Posters album, and you'll see all six of those right in there. 
Warner Brothers has set release dates for two more Lego movies in 2018 and 2019. No word yet, though, what franchise will be those Lego films. Because there's a lot of different ones we know. And next year they're going to be doing the Lego Ninjago series. And Lego Movie officially gets its sequel in 2017. So no word yet on what the other two Lego um, titles will be. But we know that we're getting two more in 2018 and 2019. James Vanderbeek has just joined the cast of CSI Cyber. So a lot of fans of James. I've actually really liked his work in the last couple of comedy sitcoms that he did. He did Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. He was awesome in that. And he um, was on the new comedy show uh, Friends of Better Lives uh, a couple of months ago. And unfortunately that show didn't get picked up. And uh, he was great on that as well. So he's been kind of a curse in the comedy department. So hopefully doing something like CSI Cyber will work out better for him. Um... Sony's Kim Jong-un assassination comedy, The Interview, starring Seth Rogen and James Franco, has been bumped. The film was supposed to come out in October. It will now be released on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. December 25th, you will get The Interview. So I'm a little bummed about this. I think it's kind of dumb. There's already a ton of movies coming out on Christmas, and I don't see why you would want to open The Interview on Christmas Day. Um, I kind of liked it in its October release date, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess they had a reason for it, but just letting you know, the interview now coming out on Christmas. Alice Eve has joined Kevin Costner in the new film Criminal. The Wu-Tang Clan reunited and unveiled their new album and single on The Daily Show the other night. So there you go for all you Wu-Tang fans. Wu-Tang. Um, uh, the Kingsman movie done by Matthew um Matthews. Is it Matthew Fox? I don't know why I'm spacing that all of a sudden. The direct Matthew Vaughn, Matthew Fox. I think I'm talking about Fox Studios. But but Matthew Vaughn who directed X Men First Class and he did the first kick ass movie. Um he's been working on this Kingsman film for a while and uh it looks really, really cool. We already have the trailer posted and everything for it. This movie was supposed to come out in October as well, and it's just now been bumped to Valentine's Day next year. They said they needed some more time to finish up some special effects and everything, so it will now come out opposite Fifty Shades of Grey on Valentine's Day in 2015. So I'm a little bummed about that. I was really looking forward to Kingsman, and now i got to wait a long time more for it. Um, Let's see here. Means a lot of just kind of junky junk that we don't need to even go over, or stuff I've already talked about. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy has surpassed two hundred and twenty million dollars at the global box office. Once again, big congrats to Guardians of the Galaxy, five star film. Um, Ash is going to be including a familiar foe coming up on the Flash TV series, The Clockmaker. Uh, who is a bad guy on the Arrow TV show, will be crossing over and become a thorn in Flash's side uh, coming up here soon. Anne Rice's books, The Vampire Chronicles, have been signed and carried over to Universal Pictures. And now uh, Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman have taken over producing responsibilities and they're looking to make some movies based on The Vampire Chronicles. 
course, if you don't remember, Anne Rice already did Interview with a Vampire with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Big, big hit back in the day. They also made a movie out of her book, Queen of the Damned, which was uh, Aaliyah's last film before she passed. So, um, you know, I already know that Kurtzman and Orsi are doing a shared uh, monster cinematic universe, and this might be their way of including the vampires by having Anne Rice's uh, catalog here. So it's a pretty cool little coy there for uh, Universal Pictures to have the rights to all of that. So the other day, Will Arnett confirmed that there's going to be more Arrested Development on the way, and right after he talked about it, the uh, president of Netflix said that it is pretty much a done deal, and it's inevitable that there will be another season of Arrested Development on Netflix. So that's pretty cool for all you Arrested Development fans out there. You're going to get some more. Uh, I'm happy about this. We're going to get a new comedy film from The Lonely Island coming from Universal Pictures. I love The Lonely Island. Of course, um, sorry, Andy Samberg, his buddies, they did off digital shorts on, shorts on SNL. You know, they just did like Dick in a Box. and um, They've done so many videos. Uh, I'm on a boat, jizz in my pants, <laughs> like some great stuff. They're going to do a movie. Uh, produced by Judd Apatow also, which makes me even more excited because Judd is the comedy master. And um, I'm just, you know, this is pretty cool. I think, you know, I hope that they don't go super uber cheesy, but there's, there's a lot of potential here from a Lonely Island movie with Judd Apatow producing, so very happy about that. ABC has canceled Black Box. I don't know anyone that watched Black Box, and that's probably the reason it's canceled. <laughs> so... Uh, Josh Brolin has teased that he may be in as many as three upcoming films in the Marvel Universe as Thanos. Of course, Josh Brolin was Thanos uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and we know he's going to probably be the big bad guy in Avengers 3, but he's saying he might be in up to three upcoming films. So, no further teases on that as far as what movies he could possibly be in. I think he could play a role in the next Thor film. Um, he'll probably be in Guardians 2, and then I would assume Avengers 3 at that point, so that would be three films total. Maybe that's just all he's talking about. Keeping it in the Marvel world, Kyle MacLachlan has joined Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I'm not going to reveal to you who he's playing because it's considered a spoiler, so I will um, let you read the article at your own risk, and you can check that out, of course, always on the Facebook and Twitter page and see who he's, who he's playing on um, the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm pretty bummed about this, but Eli Roth's new film, The Green Inferno, has been pulled from the release schedule. I'm really, really bummed by this. I like Eli Roth. I love the Hostel films. I've liked pretty much anything this guy's had his hands on. And The Green Inferno looked really, really good. And I've heard some early reviews on it, and they say it's super creepy. And he's in, you know, top notch on this. I think it's got like an 80% already on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics that saw it early. There's no reason to this. The studio did not give any reason. They just pulled it off their release schedule. Some reports are saying the film will just end up going straight to DVD and Blu-ray. Some say that they're shopping it around to other distributors to see who wants to pick it up. All I know is that the film was supposed to open uh, within the next two months, and now it looks like that's not going to go down. So, um, it's a bummer. I was really, really looking forward to The Green Inferno, so I hope another distributor picks it up. 
I would I, w- I want to see this in the theater, but that's that's some pretty sad news there for Eli Roth. The cast and crew of Galaxy Quest says they're ready for a sequel. Um, I don't know how many people are ready for a sequel at this time and day, um, just because the film's so old at this point, but it's a really cool movie, it's a lot of fun, and I, th- I think people would be down to see a sequel for it, it'd be pretty interesting. Um, speaking of wrapping films, man, they've been wrapping films like crazy. Joss Whedon announced that he's just officially wrapped Avengers 2. So, we've had Fantastic Four, um, Jurassic World, um, I feel like there's another one I'm missing, um, and then now Avengers 2. So, a lot of the big movies are wrapping their filming schedules, and, uh, yeah, so... Congratulations to Joss Whedon. From what I'm hearing, knocked it out the park again with Avengers 2. Um, Lizzie Kaplan has joined Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt in their new Christmas Eve comedy that's coming out, so that's cool. I love Lizzie Kaplan. She'll be a great addition to that. Um, We have another new trailer for Camp X-Ray. It's a new film starring Kristen Stewart. Looks like her G.I. Jane type movie. So... um, Let's see here. Um, the Assassin's Creed movie is moving forward. There's been a lot of rumors uh, in the last week or so that Michael Fassbender has dropped out of the film. He came out, did a little report the other day, and said it's not true. They're still working on the script. They're getting ready to go, and that the movie is moving forward. It will be out in 2015, and he wants to honor the game and also bring in some original elements. But the film is moving forward. Assassin's Creed coming August of 2015. James Marsden has just signed on to join Westworld, which is a new show coming to HBO. It's produced by J.J. Abrams. I love James Marsden, and this is I'm glad to see that he's joining something like this. Um, they've also signed Anthony Hopkins and Evan Rachel Wood and Jeffrey Wright to Westworld as well. Um, got an article up with Guillermo del Toro talking about details on Pacific Rim 2, his Justice League Dark movie, and the Tom Hiddleston horror movie Crimson Peak that he just ended up wrapping. So if you want to check out some details on that, go ahead and check out that article. Uh, Grey's Anatomy has just added Gina Davis for a season 11 arc, so that is pretty cool. She's, she'll be a good addition to that show. Um... Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton are in talks to do a Catholic priest sex abuse scandal film. Ooh, that sounds heavy. But I love Michael Keaton and I love Mark Ruffalo. So, uh, you know, sign it up. Uh, and speaking of um, Mockingjay, again, uh, I told you we had six new movie posters up for the film. And uh, if you look through the posters, one of the posters is of Effie in District 13. And a lot of people have been coming out saying, why does Effie have a District 13 poster when she's not in District 13 in the books? Uh, The author came out, Susan Collins, and she said um, that in the books, Effie is not really around for, you know, this third book. And she said that the character is so great in the movies, she didn't want to leave her out. So so they rewrote something in there and actually included her into District 13 uh, so she could be a big part of the final of the series. So that is pretty cool. Um, but just a heads up to some people, some of the purists that have read the book and don't like changes, 
there's going to be a big change there with that. So hopefully you like Effie, and you'll see her some more when it comes down to it. We also have the new trailer for Birdman. This is the new Michael Keaton movie with Emma Stone. Uh, it's getting rave reviews. I mean, you can hear an Oscar talk from Michael Keaton, so check out that trailer for Birdman. Um, so like I said, Ninja Turtles scored very, very big with a $65 million opening making it um, one of the biggest openings in August history, right behind Guardians of the Galaxy. So, in breaking news, the no-shocker here that Paramount Pictures literally just today also announced Ninja Turtles 2. Yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is moving on, and um, they've already signed it. June 3rd, 2016. They didn't waste any time on this (laughs) at all, and I find it hilarious, especially when it's opening weekend, that a studio is so quick to say, done, you know, we got this, done. Um, It made $65 million in the U.S., $97.3 million worldwide, so... Paramount came out and they said we're locked and loaded. We've already signed the deal with Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's company. He's coming back, and they're going to be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, June 3rd, 2016. Uh, director Jonathan Liebsman is not signed yet to come back for the new movie, um, but he the option is open to him, so they're still discussing all of that. Um, but no guarantee yet if, if he's returning or not. But um, Michael Bay and his Platinum Dunes company will be back, along with Paramount Pictures and, of course, the uh, main cast. So there you go. We didn't even get it out of opening weekend, and we already know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, June 3rd, 2016. It's cool, man. Hey, when you know you're making money, why not? What are you, what are you waiting for at that point, right? Um... We also have, uh, just in wrapping up news, the first image of Frozen's Anna revealed from the new Once Upon a Time Season 4. They've added a bunch of Frozen characters for that TV show, and we got the first picture up of Anna from Frozen in Once Upon a Time, if you care about that type of thing. I've never watched Once Upon a Time, so I don't know what to, what to say or what to tell you. But, um, yeah. So, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the um, news of the week. I'm glad we got you caught up to speed. And let's jump into um, our wrap-up here. Talking about our releases and our box office takes. So, give me just one second. I gotta actually pull up my releases, because I realized once I started the show that I did not have this information updated like I usually do, and I feel very unprepared, so I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for not being as prepared as I should be. So, on DVD and Blu-ray, Tuesday is going to be Muppets Most Wanted, which was a pretty funny movie, Locke, which is a movie that stars Tom Hardy that has been getting rave reviews, it was in limited release, but everyone I know that saw it in limited release just same one, the best films of the year, so Locke comes out on Tuesday. Also, the Nicolas Cage movie, Rage, um, 
the movie Filth, starring James McAvoy. Uh, I saw Filth, and it was actually really good. Uh, and lastly, A Haunted House 2. Um, I will be buying A Haunted House 2 on Tuesday. I love this film with Marlon Wayans. I love the first one. It's super, super stupid, but it's really funny. And I and I really like the second one as well. So uh, there you go. That's your releases on DVD and Blu-ray Tuesday. And let's talk and switch gears to... Um, Theaters, our theater releases actually opening on Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, August 13th. Getting a little head start on the weekend is going to be Let's Be Cops. I'm super stoked for this movie as well. I hope to have a review of this come next show. But yes, Let's Be Cops comes out on Wednesday. And I can't wait. Also coming out, The Giver. And then on Friday is Expendables 3. So I will definitely be seeing Expendables 3. I hope to get to uh, Let's Be Cops by the weekend and have those two reviews for you. Um, Because I am super, super stoked for Expendables and Let's Be Cops. Two movies I've been looking forward to all summer. Very excited about that. And let's talk box office. Coming in number 10, it's Planes, Fire and Rescue with 2.4 million. Number 9 is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes with 4.4 million. Number 8 is Get On Up with 5 million. Number 7 is uh, Hercules with 5.7 million. Number 6 is Step Up All In with 6.6 million. This was a debut and it was actually the lowest performing Step Up movie of all of the franchise. Number 5 is Lucy with 9.3 million. Number 4 is The 100 Foot Journey with 11.1 million. Number 3 is Into the Storm with 18 million. Number 2 is Guardians of the Galaxy with 41.5 million. A great total for its second week in release. That is awesome. And number one, like I said before, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with $65 million. Great debut there as well. Ah, So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is your box office and your release dates and your news of the week and your reviews of the week. So let me wrap it up. Let me shout out to the affiliates, reddragonsradio.com. That's where you want to go, and you can listen to all the great shows like Am I on the Air or Am I Still in the Air spoiler reviews. You can listen to Pro Wrestling Nation. You can listen to This Week with the Geek, with Geeky Pat. You can listen to the People's Forum with For My Peoples. Lots of great content. Just go to reddragonsradio.com. You can, uh, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. There's a little iTunes tab on our website that you can click, and it'll take you right to our iTunes page to subscribe, and then you'll get automatic updates of every new episode as soon as they post. Um, of course, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash future... Oh my god, I can't believe I was going to say future endeavors. I haven't done that show in almost a year. <laughs> so facebook.com slash am I on the air. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Am I on the air? Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Um, our official webpage is amiontheair.com. That's where you want to go. Uh, you can you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com/slash amiontheair. Uh, gonna try to start doing a little bit more on the YouTube page. You know, we were posting movie trailers. Some of the movie studios got involved, and they flagged me for copyright and stuff like that when I'm, like, trying to promote their movies. It was pretty silly. But I'm thinking about doing some really quick, short movie reviews uh, in video form on the YouTube page. So that's something I'm contemplating. So just keep an eye out on the YouTube page. You can uh, join our circle on Google+. Um, 
We're all over the interwebs. Of course, Stitcher Radio is the app that you want to download to listen to us on the go. And um, I think that about wraps it up. I think that about does it all. August 10th is in the books. Tonight's episode, Into the Air. And uh, once again, shout out to Sparrow for the new theme. Getting a lot of positive word on that one. And uh, he did a great, great job on that. You can follow him on Twitter at Sparrow We Trust. And um, thanks everybody once again for tuning in and listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week with some hopefully reviews of Expendables 3 and Let's Be Cops. And of course the rest of the news of the week. Hopefully we get a good news week. Uh, Lots have been going down. And we'll always keep you in the know. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Till next time, peace. Red Dragons!